Hello, welcome to the big kickoff on Liffy Sound ninety six point four FM. We have uh, we have a lot to talk about in the show. We have a lot to talk about in the show. We have of course the the Ireland set up, the Nations League slash European Championships set up. The draws are coming on Friday, which is tomorrow, and some of the draws made, some of the draws not made. And um, we have of course Pochettino and the Mourinho saga. We have the Premier League coming back up this week. We have uh, fights in New York from Limerick guys and a lot more. So Dave, I was just about to say, you know, there's a bit, more, there's a few more, a little bit more than that. We're, Dave, we're going to go to a song. Uh, we are indeed. We are indeed. Have, what have we got? Flick back across. Uh, I went into uh, sing along indie hits, and this one caught me eye because I haven't heard it in a good while. This is Supergrass with Sun Hits the Sky. And welcome back to the big kickoff and Liffey Sound 96.4 FM. Okay, so it's a big week this week in the Premiership. Pochettino goes at about 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock in the evening and 8 o'clock and 9 o'clock the next morning. Half six. There you go. <laughs> How are you, Devil? Good do to see you now. I've seen you around here earlier. Do, do you think that Hello. Mourinho was hold on, for hold on. weeks? Hold on. One sec. Right, just one sec. Yeah. One sec. Tuesday afternoon, and the before that, be honest, what did you think of Mourinho? I always liked him. Did you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, ever since he came into the Premiership with Chelsea, mm. everyone used to be amazed by this fella. And remember, I remember Lampard and Terry, when they, they met for the England camps, all the players in United and Liverpool, and that could have been a couple of sports, whatever, be always asking, what's... Mourinho like mm. what's he like in training what's he like because he had so much aura about him and then he hit the ground won, run, mm. won the league two in a row I think did he mm. but everyone was intrigued by him and he was great mm. this, he was so confident about himself mm. and he backed it up so I liked him then um, I, admired, I always liked him do you know what I mean like I, hadn't, I had no dislike for him yeah. and uh, when the news came out at uh, 8 o'clock I think it was on Tuesday night like I was gobsmacked sick and uh, then I was saying to myself, right, right, hope, go for Mourinho. It has to be Mourinho. I, like, I, do, I didn't want to go down the road of Eddie Howe. So, like, Eddie Howe's a great manager, he's doing great. Or Santos of Wolves. Or Rogers even. Well, Rogers, I wouldn't have minded. Mm. But I think he jumped ship recently, so I don't think he would have done it again. But let, let's talk about Pochettino's exit before we talk about the, who, who could have went in and who did okay, go in. Yeah. Pochettino, was, is he given the chop because of Daniel Levy's sort of hard line workings with contract details and stuff like that. No. For, for example, you've got Trippier, Rose, Alderweireld, Eriksson. There's a lot of players who are unhappy there. Are these players seeing that there's money in other top four teams who are... They're, they're, they're getting bigger wages and, and, they're, and they're not getting that chunk from uh, probably... Uh, a tight owner, but a, a well-run owner, I suppose. No. Ericsson was offered parity with Kane, up to 200 grand. Ericsson's on something like 70 grand a week at right. the moment, because that, that's the contract he signed yeah. five years ago, or whatever the case may be. And uh, so he's been offered a new contract in the summer he was. But Ericsson came out and said that he would like to try something different. Didn't come out and say he hates the club, doesn't like his money, I want more money. He said he'd like to try something different. Now, for, for some reason or another... No one came in for him. Mm. That was the time to get, like, to let him go. But no one came in for him, and they were still hopeful of getting him to sign a new contract. And um, it hasn't happened. But I think now he may go. Like, do, I think we'll have to, like, from my point of view, like, get rid of him in, in January. See if he can get thirty, forty million for him, because he's a free. He's gone on a free in, uh, in the summer. Okay. What about the rest? Which all the world is. He had a £25 million release clause up until two weeks before the transfer deadline. That's if someone right. came in for him, you know, if I paid 80-odd million for Harry Maguire, they could have offered £25 million for Alderweireld and 
He could have gone. No, I don't know why. He said, Alder Verdal still has one year left and he's he's been playing well. He hasn't been dropped for any reason. Vertonghen wants another contract. See, he's 32, Vertonghen. Mm. He wants a three-year Tottenham. You know the clubs are going, you're too old, we'll give you a one-year. Yeah, mm. yeah. So Vertonghen wants two or three years, but he's happy at the club. He's not a rebel. Do you know what I mean? Like, Ericsson is the one is a bit... He's looking after himself and he's, he's not putting in as much as it seems because he wants to get a big move and whatever and get the big money. Danny Rose, there seems to be a big problem with him for a while. Well, Danny Rose, you've two ways. You can look at it this way. He came out there... Jordan the week saying that I'm not going anywhere. Mm. We've 18 months to go. They're not going. But that's what every... Yeah, but that's not, that's not coming out and saying I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to play my heart out for the mm. club. Mm. He, he was dropped for a reason. He was the Odic team for a good reason. And obviously his head wasn't in the right place. But he's played a lot of games this season. He didn't, he go, he didn't go on tour in the summer. He was told to go find the club. Went to Watford. Yeah. Didn't materialise there for whatever reason. He's been playing a lot this season. But he's not coming out and saying that I'm going nowhere. I'm going to see out my contract. And that's what every farm wants with the, the players. So you sign the contract, stay the whole term. Okay, so all these players have, all play, as you said, Danny Rose has played this year. Uh, all the other players have played Ericsson bit parts, obviously. But that probably coincides with the results again. I used to think that. But against Everton, the one-all draw with Gomez's ankle, that was the first time none of these contract issue players will say, play it. Right. And I think everyone thought it was a dour match that Everton sports game. It was horrible, nil-nil, going nowhere that game. Um, then I was in sports guard in the ankle and scored late. And then against Sheffield United, the last one before the international break, yeah. none of those contract players we called them again weren't playing. And I was confident myself. I was thinking, we'll bash this. It's, it's going to happen now. It's going to click again. We'll come back. We were blessed to get a draw. Mm. Like, they got a really contentious goal that's loaded the var with the offside. That's right, yeah. And we were blessed. And... The way it's at the turn now, everyone was talking about Potshane and he has to go 24 points out of his last 25 matches. Do you know what I mean? Where AVB had 40 points from his last 24 and he got the bullet. Mm. Um, and like, I think it's 18 defeats this so calendar year. The Champions, League, the Champions League run might have masked. The which? The, the Champions League uh, run maybe masked their actual form. Well, it did because like, Tottenham are brutal from uh, January mm. onwards. Like, they, haven't, they haven't won away in 12 games in a row they lost 12 in a row or something like that I think mm. it is and it seems now like that's why I, I, I'm a big fan of Daniel Levy and for him to do what he's doing with Poch like someone had to do it, obviously and he's had to do it and it's split it's split sports fan base I suppose like some okay. ticks on Twitter and all are saying I follow sports all my life I'm not following him because I hate Mourinho he went three or four in a row and he'll be back there screaming again exactly yeah <laughs> but uh, okay so you love Daniel Levy right yeah, so, so what is what is the reasoning for the downfall? I think now, like sometimes you're in denial, do you know what I mean? Like, oh no, it'll come, you're hoping it'll click and it hasn't, it's only when he's gone you sort of reflect and say, yes, I had to, maybe it did have to be done now, it's the right decision because the form is horrendous. Mm. Like the points tally, 24 points out of 75. But why do you think that? I don't know whether, <sighs> you, you could say maybe, did he lose the dressing room? Like we, nobody knows. Like you get experts saying, "Are you there? Are you there? Are you, you don't know." It's a big stadium, yeah. and you can lose dressing rooms in that stadium. But this is yeah, no, there's a <laughs> big dressing room. But what does losing the dressing room mean? Like, I mean, why would he lose the dressing room? They're on a high. They've been playing really well. What does losing the dressing room? What What would he have done to lose a dressing room? Well, it's, it's, I think it's, it could be the case of. Um, I think they were a bit stale. Yeah, but like it's the same shit, different shovel. They're going in, doing yeah. the same train, and it's getting monotonous though at this stage. They haven't won nothing. They've probably started to think. So I'll, won I'll go back to years. the Daniel Levy thing. So it's getting stale uh, because the same players are there, because Daniel Levy wouldn't buy any players, and Pochettino come out to say, "Listen, I want certain players. I'd love the club to spend more money." And you just went through a season, which is actually a good season, where you didn't buy any players. So. And we've seen it before. We always, everyone always goes back to Alex Ferguson. Always rotated players, and uh, uh, over a certain amount of years, he, if he had them for four or five years, one addition. He always made one big sign. He always made. Season. He always made those signings. So, and even with his coaching staff and all. So we always go through that. But that is the way you have to refresh everything around you, or or lose your job. So again, did Daniel Levy? Does he have a role then in that because he the wouldn't bring they, players in? The year they didn't do anything was their best year in an ironic sense last year this year they have freshened up but maybe that was their mm. peak 
for that Possibly. game. But if you was a call when I was in here, at the start of the Premier League yeah, season, you went over to the was talking about he's got, it's going to be a painful rebuild. The likes of all these players that are there now, he he, he knew this is coming. If you know what yeah, I mean, obviously yeah. he knows the team isn't performing well, it hasn't been going great at all. Blah. And cracks were appearing. That's why I remember you went mad at your man Mike Riley against yeah, the Burnley game. Yeah, yeah. Little things like that. When you look back and reflect, you sort of see cracks. Maybe it was happening, but. But before, everyone thought just before, he had sorry, enough just before credit that, in the bank. He had, he had challenged, if you want to call it the board or the owners or whatever. And they, he said he'd go if they had won the Champions League yeah, as well. So he ha, he Little ha, things like that, yeah. He had discussed all this already in the press, mm-hmm. at press conferences, that he wasn't happy. Mm-hmm. So the Burnley thing and all was just a knock-on effect from that. that mm. he, it looked like it was a frustration coming through. I suppose that goes into the, into the yeah. players. So... Why wouldn't why wouldn't a, a Levy support one of the most successful managers, as in uh, stability wise? Well, I th- maybe no. My thinking on it now is maybe he ha- he's, he's brought them as far as he could go, but he's had that same squad as well, and he had to refresh it. And wasn't now, it loud? It wasn't. It was because of the stadium. All the phones well, were going it, elsewhere. Like, it wasn't as if like I'm not giving you money. Like he, what he had to do, he's, he's done unbelievable. Yeah. With so is that last not, four is it not wrong then to say, well, it's your fault then, and you're getting the sack? You know what I'm saying is, is Pochettino's obviously a good manager, and if he's a good manager, then if he's given the right tools, then he'll do the right job. But everyone seems to be putting the blame on Pochettino when, as you said there, right? Maybe Levy says right there wasn't money for it, but. That wasn't his fault either. But Chairman mm. will never go and never get sacked. No. And at the end no, of the day, but what I'm saying no, is but if the you, book stops with the manager. But if you look at Arsenal, how tight they were for many a year, mm. while, Ars- while Spurs aren't as tight as that, considering it's arguably one of the best stadiums around, and certainly for the fans. So I don't think it's overly that bad. I genuinely think he, if the results are better, he'd still be there. It's a simple fact, I think. They're struggling because they have a new stadium and they need to keep that revenue coming in and that Champions League money is massive. You look at United's figures that only came out this week, it's down 50, 60 million because of lack of Champions League money. It's huge stuff and yeah. they're panicking going, that top four are as good as gone now. Maybe if we get in a new manager, we get that bump and we might just get momentum and sneak into the fourth. But more than likely, they won't. And I'd say it's the balance books is the real reason why they're looking at it. More yeah, so. No. It may be a bit of a panic uh, freshen, freshen up with a new manager. Obviously, Mourinho is one of them. But I think probably is, steady yeah. the ship and get them going again a little but bit. But it's definitely not a panic. It's definitely not a panic decision. Do you know what I mean? I know within 11 hours, Mourinho was announced as the manager. Oh, like, that they, was all done this weeks. Is and, do, 100%. Like, no, what I mean is, I'd say, that's where they're looking going. We need to look at something over, maybe as you said, about a month. Uh, there's mm-hmm. no two ways, but this wasn't a quick, oh, are, you, are you fixed? They yeah. would have had to groom him, I'd say, for a few weeks. But I, I've, I've, I've seen, I was at the Newcastle game, tore mm. a fourth match of the season, and say the, the Inter Milan pre-season mm. game. And the game, I don't know who it was against, in April or something like that, went over as well. And you could feel, you could see there's no, there was no urgency in it. Mm. The, the matches were there or, or drab and... Mm. In particular, the Newcastle game when they lost 1-0. Who there was, do you there was no, no one fighting. There was no yeah, who do you game. see struggling? Because somebody will always fall out with them. That's a given. Who do you think is the favourite? You'd never know. I'd like, I wouldn't be surprised if the likes of Wanyama comes back into the fold. Do you know what I mean? Sit in front of the back the four type thing. Obviously, he's going to start looking, stop conceding goals, what have you. Like People could, could come in from the cold. Yeah. And I think Ali's going to potentially... Could struggle if his current form is still the way. Yeah. I, can, I can see him being the one. I you know he makes an example or somebody he talks about, but I think it could be Ali. Yeah, I think I don't think I think the likes of these players now, like everyone was saying about, uh, oh, Kane has to go, Kane's gone, Ali goes, Son is gone. Do you want to win stuff? So all of a sudden, they have the serial winner in, mm-hmm. like him or hate him or whatever you want. Like, is that still true to say that? Well, he was terrible at United and he won three or four cups, did he? Two. The Charity Shields. <laughs> he won two. That's the Liverpool trophy. No, but it? let's be honest. He, he won two and in United's terms, they're tier two trophies. Yeah. So yes, they're trophies. Mm. But no, yeah, but they're not really though, Dave. Because for United and where they want him no, to bring them, Manchester they were United tier two. were playing at that level. So he has, won, he has won, mm. but he's won never, trophies at But he the never level brought them to at. any other level. He kept them where they were, right in the middle. I'm, that's why I'm asking. I'm not trying to stir the pot because I think it's true. Wherever they were, he 
they never moved anywhere. They never progressed, regardless of the trophies. Mm. Well, that's not true either because and they didn't get into the Champions League epic. and he got them into the Champions League. Yeah, that's but that's not an achievement, really. It's that's, not pro- that's progression. It's not. It is. It's not. It's not. So top if, four, if Tottenham Hotspur don't get, uh, get, get into... No, the cha- but I'm talking about United and where they brought him in for one reason only, for the two big pots at the end of every year and he wasn't even close to them. People can say he came second. He was never close to it. He came second. Liverpool came second last year and you, I think you, you seem as if he's won the trophy. I'm not talking as a Liverpool fan right now. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm just trying to get a debate here because at the end of the day... Second is great for Liverpool but for United it's failure. not. It was an epic failure at Chelsea as well. Yeah. As yeah. He won the league and then all of a sudden they just went, boom, we're done with him. Yeah. Mm. And they fecked him out. The players fecked him out. Mm. And he has to... And a bit of that happened with United. So that's why I'm wondering, should everyone still have him there from what he did with previous clubs, not them two? Well, he still won yeah. trophies, though, yeah. didn't he? But so at the end of the day, Spurs. So Liverpool fans wave six at me all the time. Yeah. He's gone about winning trophies. Like, would, Sp- but, would, Spurs take, Spurs would Spurs take? Would Spurs take? Would Spurs take any trophy at the moment? Yeah, I think they would. But they want to get into Champions League, yeah. But yeah, but they, they take want any to be trophy. at the next level. They take a League Cup in a heartbeat. Perfect. But they want to be at that level. Yeah, ironically, if Tottenham were still in the Carabao Cup, they were beaten with Colchester. Yeah. If they were still in that Carabao Cup, Mourinho would take that. In February, oh, of course he would because he'd be it, looking it, at that to get yeah, to get and that was clever from him. But of course, yeah. that'd be clever from him, and he, he's done it. He's done it at Chelsea as well, and even yeah. United in in his stint. But see, you're but I'm just saying, now, so. is it optim? Is it more hope to put him in this, that same bracket as he was in his heyday of Porto and Chelsea and Inter? Because Real Madrid wasn't that rosy either. Yeah, um, yeah, I still think so. Like, yeah. but what I'm saying is, I'd much rather him. Yeah. Dan uh, Nagelsmann off Leipzig, not as 32 year old manager, Ten mm. Hag off Ajax, yeah. another up and coming fella, yeah. Tuchel off PSV. I wouldn't have wanted them. Like, where Spurs was that. That was Spurs four or five years ago. Yeah, if Tottenham were peeing themselves and they were after losing the manager, the manager's gone, who are they getting in? To be Mourinho. honest, that, to be honest for Spurs, to be honest for Spurs, it's probably a good fit. Yeah. Not necessarily for City or Liverpool or an Ar- or not Arsenal, City or Liverpool or Real Madrid or, or PSG, but for somebody like Spurs who are just on the bubble and I presume have a serious back in now because he wouldn't come in just to groom players. But like, see, he's gonna, saying, he's gonna buy. People are saying Levy doesn't spend or he won't. He won't like che- no choice now. It's, it's two spells at Chelsea. Four spell he two two hundred million. Second spell two hundred million. I think he spent something like four hundred million at United mm. with a seventy million mm. net spend. You won't get that at, sport, at Tottenham. This is what they say. But nobody knows what happened. Nobody knows Sports what's going to happen. They're making good money though. What? They're making good money and with the new ground there's extra money there to throw around. No, but I'd they're not making money. That, you think. It'll be about 10 years again they pay off that ground. So. It's not like, they're not making money straight away. That money they're making mm. is paying back a loan. Do you know what I mean? Tell me why you wouldn't have liked an Eddie Howe in, in the dressing room. Because if you look at Mourinho he goes against everything that Pochettino was playing. Mm. You know his style of football. So why why would the natural progression not be someone like Eddie Howe who would have a similar philosophy? Where Mourinho's is obviously the, the defensive counter-attacking type of style. Well, you, it, like it won't be as pretty, I suppose, or enjoyable. Yeah. That's the well, side, yeah. it's like Tottenham now have established themselves as a top four team, right? In the last four or five years, the top four. Um, to be in semi-finalists, beating in a couple of finals, runners-up. That's where they are now. Mm. So, and they're on the cusp. They've built a bigger stadium. They can pay better money to attract the bigger and better players. Yeah. So you have to, and you're going for that. That's the the equivalent manager to suit that criteria. Mm. You don't get an Eddie Howe in. Like five or six years ago, yeah. Eddie Howe was the man, AVB. Like, Tottenham, is, Eddie Tottenham, Howe, is Eddie Howe not the greatest manager of all time? <laughs> and I'm not saying that lightly. I'm actually saying Dario Grady really. is from Crew Alexander. Dario Grady isn't actually because if can you go football manager? All right, we all played football manager or whatever. To get someone from the bottom division on the verge of extinction, to get them up to the Premier League and not just stay there for a year, but to establish them in, in, in the in the Premier League the way they are, and also playing the football that they're playing. That, that must be one of the, the greatest jobs of all time. And considering he fecked off and came back and managed to get going again. Yeah. Because he played epically wherever he went. To. On the other end of things. But could, could he, he do it in Stoke he... on a cold, wet night? No, yeah. <laughs> but could he do Only it a week at, left. Could he do it at Manchester United, at Liverpool, or Barca, or Rail? It's a very interesting point. Maybe t- not. Too big, the closest way, they'd be too big for him. How do you know they're too big for him? No, possibly. How do you not know? But exactly. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. You won't know until he gets that job. 
No, but if you know football, you know it's too big for me. Yeah, but you know these. Clubs. Do you know what I mean? Like, the, no, I don't. Unfortunately, and I do no. know football. <laughs> but unfortunately, Get no, no one football. You know these clubs don't necessarily take that risk a lot. They don't. Yeah. They, no. I'm not saying they shouldn't, but they tend not to. You know, like Liverpool when it was really at rock bottom, it was all, I said it. Martinez or Rogers are going to come in, the up and coming guys, and that's what it should be. Like mm. rip up the boot room crap and try something new. Spores four or five years, exact same thing. Now at that, you're probably right. Maybe it is the time to go for that level of manager, not necessarily the guy who probably will do it. But what if he didn't? And yeah, mm. uh, so, so you're hinting that Mourinho will do it. No, but that's what they're thinking. I think it is. Because the, you, I think it's the right fit for sport if because you, he's not City, Liber, City or Liverpool anymore, in my opinion. At the what moment, you just, he needs to do it again. Yeah, you, what you just said about Mourinho beforehand was that he wasn't. That, you believe that he's probably not at the level that he was at. No. So and there's a big question mark over him. So that's why he's at Spurs. There's as much of a question mark not about Mourinho as mm. you say. 100%. There's a question mark about. Eddie but that's Hill. why he's at Spurs and not at. Bayern or whatever else is the big boys at the moment. Now, speaking of which, where does Pochettino go now? Does Solskjaer get nervous? I don't think Solskjaer gets nervous because mm. I think they are actually are behind Solskjaer. I have a feeling it will be Tuchel to Bayern and Pochettino back to his old club, PSG. PSG, there's a, t- a lot of talk about that. Of that yeah. We were talking about that today. Because um, he played there for a few years with Ronaldinho and a few of the others. He was there for a good while. Yeah. I have a feeling Bayern are obviously talking about Tuchel. They have a... Dinkle or something's his name, some interim manager. So they that's potentially what I see, unless somebody else decides to get rid of somebody and get him in. Well, there is loads of permutations mm. of where he can go, the merry ground. So he yeah. goes, it doesn't work that way in real life, we know that. But I wouldn't be surprised if I think it'll be United or Madrid. I don't think Zidane will last. I was thinking of Madrid myself I, I uh, over Zidane, a few days. I don't like a sports cost of Zidane, say, mm-hmm. t- yesterday morning. I'd have been, I don't believe it. Why do you get him Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because even though he's better than Eddie Howe, mm. he's after winning three or four Champions Leagues in a row. Do you know what I mean? But like, mm. I wouldn't take him. I don't, I don't raise it down at all. But um, personally, my take on, like, it's exciting now for sports again. Like, yeah. you know when you get a new manager in, and you're like, only what five weeks away from January as well. You might yeah, and you're, yes, but you're, 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 you're also looking at like I can't wait to see the team he picks and see the formation and see what way they all play and apply themselves in every game. What do you think is, the team will be? Is there a big difference? Who I do don't you, know. Who do you think is going to lose out? I don't know, but I, I would imagine... He's not going to um, go with the same team. I think you're right with Wanyama. He's got a cracking shout again. But um, Eric and Dyer... Unfortunately, but unfortunately, Eric Dyer, Eric Dyer will probably want, get a They were offering 50 million for Dyer two years ago. He, yeah. Mourinho wanted him. Yeah. And the irony of it all is like, last Christmas... I gave you my heart. You know they're getting rid of... Mourinho hoping to get Pochettino 11 months later or sack <laughs> Pochettino and get Mourinho yeah. like it's, it's, it's a mad, like you just don't know what's going to happen no. but I can't wait to see yeah. who plays where what formation he plays and like as soon as if Deli Ali doesn't start this weekend it'll be all over Ali's gone he's gone just, I'd say he'll play just match. for that kind of well, thing well I think yeah. it's going to be what he always played as a 4-2-3-1 more or less that's Tottenham's best formation yeah. has been so I can't say I And Arsenal's in a week or two as well, if I'm not mistaken. For Spurs? Yeah, I think it's the, the no, London Derby's coming no, up soon. No, no, no. Chelsea and United should be dope. coming up in the next eight or nine matches. Arsenal is in February, I think it is. They've played them already. Okay, so, uh, so you're ha- happy and you're positive with, with Jose Mourinho? Yeah, I'm, I'm happy enough for it. Yeah, optimistic and see where it goes. Uh, it's not like he's the best we've got. Like We're going to win the league, we're going to do this, but like, he's... I'm very happy with that choice. Okay. Very happy, yeah. And so now you've come around to thinking that it was probably the right time for a change. Uh, you do, yeah. Because I was sick as a dog. Sick as a dog when I heard it. But, and th- that's why I think Levy, fair play to Levy for doing this. Yeah, it's a faulty move. Like, t- to do that. But the, f- the facts are in front of you. Like, it's, it's, it's a horrendous run he's on. The performance is even not bad. But uh, people were saying, like, maybe he had a bit more credit in the yeah. bank. Give him a bit longer. But, yeah. Yeah, 24 points out of possible 75. It's only when you break it down since when January really this yeah. league form has been like it's mm. 10 months now. Yeah, I suppose like, you know, most you you don't usually get that length of time. And that's sad. You don't yeah. usually get mm. that length of time anymore. So yeah, eh, it's a funny one. Okay, we'll be back after this break. You're listening to Liffy Side on 96.4 FM. 
And welcome back to the big kickoff on Liffey Sound 96.4 FM, Texas 0870627138. We're on all social media, so have a little look for us there. Okay, Dave. Uh, we have to go there. The draw is tomorrow for the Euro 2020 playoffs, which unfortunately we're in after Monday night. Uh, our fixture is already sorted. It's away to Slovakia, but the draw tomorrow is to find out who's at home in the final, where if we were to beat Slovakia, it'll be against either Bosnia or Northern Ireland. And as we said before, we came on. At home, you wouldn't be bothered about either of them. Like, no. Belfast would be a serious cauldron, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. I, 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 I'd love it to be Ireland, Northern Ireland. I mean, Ayers mightn't take it, but it'd be it'd be a proper belter of a game. No matter where it is, Dublin or Belfast would be a cracker. Deadly, yeah. A cracker. They're all, they're all in around the same group rankings and in, in, yeah, in the world Yeah, we're there rankings, or thereabouts. So, yeah, the, it's, it's very even, isn't it? It's very yeah. even. It's anyone's, whoever wants it. Yeah, you can't theirs. sit here and say we're definitely getting through or anything like that, but there's no reason. We're in the mix, and that's the big the thing. The only thing, I think, as you say, either one, home advantage is the key, I think, here. Yeah, it'd be mm. nice to get the like, home draw. Uh, like if we had home, if we were at home, we'd fancy ourselves more, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And like, it's not like a foregone conclusion that we're going to lose. Or it gives Slovakia a, a that little bit of home advantage, is better, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Does it though? If Ireland were at home against Slovakia, would there be more pressure on them to oh, have would. to attack? Like, is there a, is there some kind of of psychological advantage that they they're going there, not having to go all out, and that they can be more balanced? In Ireland, where sense, Slovakia might be driven on by the crowd, and if they're not doing that, actually the crowd might get a bit tense. In relation to Ireland, I would say yes at the moment because we haven't, for years, we haven't got back our confidence of playing in Dublin. We haven't had it for years. Mm. You know, that real, like, oh, I can't wait to get back to Dublin and show these. We haven't had it for a long time. So, in that sense, yeah, you're right. And I, there, I think there is a bit of a thing. Uh, uh, with the with the squads mindset. for years and mindset in Dublin they feel pressure when they shouldn't in my opinion but we haven't had that kind of Lansdowne roar slash cauldron where it's like geez Dublin's an awful place I don't fancy going there like you know what I mean like no team seems to have that Although, fear factor if yeah. they played the same way as they did against Denmark the other yeah. night that could start to sort of shine hopefully through that's what we get from Monday that see we can do it now no excuse we but can hopefully, play a bit. Yeah. hopefully McCarthy doesn't arrange any friendlies between now and that Slovakia game because <laughs> I don't think there's an international there's, not, there's there, nothing there uh, hopefully because like, they were very good the night against um, Denmark and uh, it, if, if you can go on the last game yeah. it was a good performance you don't know, if you played another match and it brutally you get beat 1-0 yeah, and yeah, then so stay in the hood it's, stay it's a downer yeah, keep, yeah. It, keep it up so. it's, it was one of them games like we've been screaming for them to play like that for years so no matter what happened we really can't say anything bad or too. It's exactly what we wanted to see Ireland play for a, for a long, long time. And you know, would you say that Mick McCarthy has, even if it's the slightest amount, raised the level of performance from the Irish team from the the? I was thinking about you? this today, right? And I never, I was kind of thinking to myself most because I never really talked about it all week because we were all just fairly yeah happy enough, and we. But there was no great debate because we weren't frustrated or pissed off. So yeah. we're not going to sit there and say, aren't we brilliant all day long? There was So we didn't really have that big, long, drawn-out debate on Tuesday or Wednesday. But it just goes to show you, these lads can play. Darren Randolph is not a hoofer. He can stop the ball and look around. and Duffy can stop and look around. And mm. Once or twice, they nearly got themselves in trouble. It didn't bother me, but they were still able to try and play their way. I know Whelan put one out of touch, but he was under a bit of pressure. You see everyone doing it. Liverpool did it to Barcelona. Everyone does it to each other mm. if you put enough pressure. But it just goes to show you how much of an influence the managers have on the team because Trapattoni had them playing poorly, O'Neill had them playing poorly and some of these were there. And even McCarthy did because the first half of his campaign, they played pretty much the same. Was that a turnaround though? Probably, but in just one game, like this is one game, they, there was no evidence of this really, I don't think, mm. up until this game. Randolph did not play that much football or the back never played that much football in the other seven and they were able to do it in one game. So it goes to show you these players play like this week in, week out for years. If you can tell them a different tactic, they can slot into it easy enough, I think. I disagree. Yeah? Yeah. I think it was the case of... Like, we were very good. There's mm. no doubt about it, right? It um, wasn't polished, by the way. Yeah, I know, but uh, I enjoyed the match. I yeah. thought we played great. Yeah. Like, I'm watching with my own fans. Like, even when we got the goal, the equaliser, five or six minutes, you we got another one. Yeah. Said, we're going to push and push. And, and we did try and create, but you have to understand as well, Denmark didn't need to win. And they were poor 
and you said, I think Schmeigel came out and said it was absolutely an embarrassing performance from them. So we can't lose another thing and we were great. We played great against them. No, no, they were terrible. No. They were terrible and we didn't beat them. Mm. That, that's my take on it. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. fall into the trap that we're a great side. McCarthy has us playing great. Do you not think don't, that, don't that it was the change of mentality because the emphasis was on Ireland to go and win the game? Not mm-hmm. draw the game, but win the game. Yeah, that goes back to Slovakia at home, the pressure. Yeah. And Ireland, you know what I mean? So, but they, did, the they did press very mm. high and they did it. And I didn't think they would keep it up, but they kept it up for the whole game. Yeah. Generally, they kept yeah. it up for the whole game. And one mistake, one little moment of sort of switching off. Ball watching, yeah. Yeah, and, and that killed us. But I do think that, that that's probably the best we can play, right? And that's. Yeah, and if we, we had. Probably, we can if, probably if tweak we had, it a little better. If we had a yeah. striker. We can probably get a little. A little, a little, a little tidier. Maybe a little. Considering it's like one I didn't game. Mean, I thought we actually. I, I couldn't. I couldn't. I see really anything. enjoyed it. I couldn't see anything that we couldn't do. Or we could do better. Bar score. Mm. We don't. We personally. We, we don't have one person who can, who can drop a shoulder and take one player out of the game and drag another player to him and then it opens up gaps. Mm. So and that's where I thought the only thing I was disappointed with Mick McCarthy on Monday night was. That he brought Callum Robinson on. I know he's a Premier League player, but he's not. It has not been effective for Ireland at all whatsoever. And Jack Bourne has played. He is the only player that can I have it down create here. something. I mm. think it was the John Egan centre half thing at half time. I have a feeling that's what scuppered it. Yeah, maybe it's the one. I, now that's just a. It's just a note I put down just to say I have a feeling he might have got a, 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 some game time yeah. apart from. Because we they never changed the centre. I have a funny feel. Because yeah. Robinson did, probably would have been. He's like he's a bit loyal. This Mac- McCarthy, you know. I genuinely think Bourne no. could have been the towards the top. What about Jeff Hendricks? His role so far, and even in that game, I will only very. I'm not a defender of him, but I'll defend him ever so slightly because I rob, I rob. Um, was it Whelan and whoever else said it? That's not his role. He was playing with his back to goal most mm. of the game, and it's not what he does. So I'm not. I do know what you're saying. Now, some of it was very sloppy. Some of the stuff he did, especially in the first half. But that's probably where Bourne probably should have played instead, or came on. I'm, or, I'm, all, I'm all on for. But Harris just play, did not those suit positions that role. to get you into yeah. the game, mm. and then maybe someone. And else he is on, on a tight rope with the fans. He is on a tight rope with fans. We haven't been impressed yeah. with him in the whole yeah. campaign. Yeah. But just the one. The, that's the only little defence I'll give him. He just did not seem comfortable in that role. Well, right. my take would be, it's not a slate on Hendricks. It's a no. slate on mm. Mick McCarthy for. Playing him in that position and maybe giving somebody else. And I know more he's, fate. I know he's tried and trusted. I know he'll work hard because he does. He works hard. He chases things yeah. down, but he isn't used to that back to goal kind of yeah. looking over the shoulder, little turns. That's not what he does. I think he's like he's, he's he's energetic. He runs around mm. Hendrick. I think he's like he's a poor man's Jack Grealish. Is it Jack Grealish? Yeah. Like? Yeah, yeah. I think he's like I like Grealish a lot. You look at yeah. him, just get more of a look. Well, to be year. honest, that's the role he would have been in if he was yeah. still with us. Mm. Ironically, and that's what I think. I, like Grealish can't get into the England squad, but Hendrick, it's best we have, I suppose. But yeah. I was yeah. surprised. I was surprised though that Hendrix wasn't on the right hand side of midfield. Now Brown actually, after his first three passes went astray, actually played very well after yeah, that. He, I thought. He did yeah. okay. But I, I'm surprised that Hendrix wouldn't have played in that position, and maybe even Callum Robinson played where where he was. You know, yeah. that's but a bit more attacking. I, but I still think it's the tweaking, and especially after that game, hopefully his brain has opened more. And maybe that's where it's like, right, they can do this. Maybe we'll start slotting a few. Yeah. Maybe he'll click a, a solid 11 to just get that extra percent or two to really yeah. be more effective, I think. Or maybe he just... But, maybe we're struggling maybe. for the goals as well, aren't we? Like, we've no combinations, like partnerships. of yeah. doesn't, like, Every match is a complete... Like, as good up. as McGoldrick was at, uh, the other night, he, he was coming into the middle. He was coming right into centre. And yeah. it was like... I know why you're doing it, but piss off back up there because when we do break eventually, you're not going to be there. Yeah. And I wasn't, gi- I'm not giving out about him. It was just, but no, was normally, normally when that kind of thing happens, when centre forward yeah. drops, that's when Jeff Hendricks Push should be centre forward. Yeah. yeah, but it's not in it. Know, it's, it's not his mentality. I think, I think in that sense. But no, you're right. And man. he wouldn't have an awful lot of time to work on that as well. Two, mm. Three or four days or whatever it is, yeah. working together just to. But definitely, I could do it. I know you can't. Jeff, be. Jeff, you listening? Yeah. David is going to drop for the ball. You go into the box. You don't have to work on it. Yeah. Get in the bloody box. And then you say, Jeff, I told you. Oh, sorry, I forgot. But yeah. that's why I was probably <laughs> Jeff, to... if you don't do it, 
Yeah, come on. I already told you to blow the bloody doors yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say it every week, okay? <laughs> but no, I think that's... that's Jesus, went a bit lightheaded there for some... But Denmark um, had two players, two injuries early in the half as well from the strong yeah. 11. It's like, like, two subs gone. I'm not... I'm not I, I, it was I enjoyed the match, but I don't buy into the fact that... Like, we were very good, yeah. but it was against... But, but, but overall, I don't really... I don't. We were never. I don't rate Denmark anyhow. I, I think no. they're a, a, very, a good, decent side that have maybe an Eriksson who can create something. There are seven and that's what ten. we're missing. But yeah, they play well, incredibly yeah. basic as well. Yeah. But they just have slightly maybe better technical players. But Kier, everyone goes on about him. All he wants to do is play that lovely diagonal ball yeah. all day long to some people. Like Cornelius failed at Cardiff. He's shocking. Mm. Yeah, he's playing for like that's what like they, they he's there for no other reason than to beat the target man and then mm. hopefully the. Fancy players, Robert Paulson never been impressed from in a Denmark jersey. No, not once. So, um, so we look so at the, we look day. at the draw. Yeah, are we capable of going and beating Slovakia away? Well, yeah, because it's a one-off game, and we could What's even, record you away could even nick home? it on penalties if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, we're is decent it, away from home. Obviously, is a, a one, is a one-all draw enough? No. Well, it's a one-off game. It'll, it'll go penalties. Yeah. That's so so we could suck the life out and nick a penalty, but I don't. I don't think we will. Hopefully we'll give it a go. Hopefully we beat them, but and then if we get lucky with the draw at home to either of them, I'd be more than happy. But I just for the drama alone, Northern Ireland would be great. Yeah. In in Windsor Park, either or, preferably obviously in order Phoenix to get Park. through. <laughs> <laughs> we get loads on it. Get hundred thousand on it. But yeah, it'll be interesting. And uh, obviously with O'Neill finishing up as well, it'd be a, a bit of a belt and McCarthy to an extent. Uh, well, O'Neill's finished. It, no, he's coming back for the playoffs. Well, that's what it was. The original no, talk was. The, the original talk was he's going to do and to get someone else in for the playoffs. He's finished now. And that's supposed to do. No, not McCarthy. Uh, O'Neill. No, the very oh. first day when he oh, signed, apparently he was given permission, but maybe that's changed. Uh, Genuinely. Okay, well, I haven't heard that about it, but maybe it, it would make so sense. That's it. It's done. it would make sense for him to finish off with yeah. the, with the playoffs, mm. but uh, it might take away from his club. Anyway, yeah, yeah. We, we'll let you know next year. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you after that. Tune to Liffey Sound ninety six point four FM. And welcome back to the big kickoff on Liffey Sound ninety six point four FM. David, again, what have we got? We'll just finish off on Ireland there, uh, and a very impressive second half on Tuesday night with the under twenty one. Brilliant. Uh, first half 1-0 down yeah bit messy the two boys probably were injured Masson and Malumbi they came off and all of a sudden it just clicked a bit and she's uh, very impressive some great goals yeah some great moves um, I believe Connor made a mistake for the goal yeah um, I was kind of patchy watching it in the first yeah. half but when I heard they came off I said ah they're probably still carrying they're probably still struggling mm. but from what I heard uh Destroyed them and could have been Second half six, was seven goals out of it because Kenny was lepping around the place. The place mm. was buzzing like it, there was probably a three or four tails in there, but it was just and the lads were buzzing and the smiles were on their faces. It was like they were enjoying themselves. And you very rarely see lads in green jerseys. Now, here's with smiles on the faces. Here's something I want to ask you: Are we looking at Stephen Kenny as being the savior of Irish football? A lot of people are from rose tinted glasses. Oh, 100%. Do we think? Just because he's playing fo- good football for under twenty ones, that that's going to transfer directly into the national team. Oh, there's a lot of and will it be a different story altogether when he comes in? A lot of people job? are going to be sitting there, sitting back on, waiting to see this great style yeah. of football. But I think the most interesting thing it'll be how the players of the Premier League look to him, because there was a bit of a stigma for a while when uh, Kerr came in, and because Caban even said it on off the ball, mm. he was this guy kind of thing, and he's coming in, telling us what to do. They did look down on him a little bit, and I hope now they're very more Irish based now, and, cut, and there's a lot of lads younger? who are League of Ireland based, yeah. so they know of him, and they'll. Get, mm. I think he'll get the respect, but I think that'll be his biggest potential problem if somebody kind of asks this guy to tell me what to do. But mm. how many Premiership players have we got? Will we have in that squad? True. Do you know what I mean? I, I think uh, we don't know what he's going to do. Obviously, we don't, but he's the best we have. I mean, like, without a doubt, and he's gonna get the backing of the country. Yeah. Mm. Like now, every every neutral football fan or any Irish fan are all ready for him. They're all set for this for him to come in. But when he goes in to the, but job, they're not gonna expect us to bleed, to qualify for championships and win things. Probably well, qualify. Or, why not qualify? Yeah, well, of course, that's what he's there for. But we're not gonna we're not gonna he's, win he's things. Not, he's not going but, there for the crack. He's yeah. going there to qualify. That's the yeah. job. Yeah, but you know, I mean, he's, like, he's get... not gonna win this tournament. But he'll give it a good 
good bash, I think. You know, I think people be... are looking forward to the come in because the dog played a decent brand of football when they in, when they travelled through Europe and against much better opposition. And we were always in the games. Mm. Mm. And as we've said many times, he got to the last game at a group stage and they still could have qualified. And I think that's what we're expecting. We're expecting Ireland to just almost be a bit like Northern Ireland now. We're not bad to watch, but we're in with a shout against everybody, especially the bigger boys. And we're in the mix. Yeah. And the fact that he's a local lad, he's an Irish lad, we'll yeah. say local. Like, it's always so positive as well. It's a good feel off him. It's not a Mick McCarthy, it's not like an Englishman, if you want to call it, or a foreign manager, Trapatoni. It's actually, we have an Irish man, he's, look, he's coming through the, the ranks. Yeah. He knows all the young Irish players in the country mm-hmm. as well, do you know I mean? and the ones that are over in England. So What about if he loses his first two games <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden then? Get him out. <laughs> that, that, that's, what, that's the natural thing. They're all like, we shouldn't have got him. But like, you just have to understand football, though, you know? Yeah. Like, as, that's what I'm saying. He's not going to win everything. Pochettino's available. <laughs> yeah. I want him. Who? Yeah, it'll be interesting. And I suppose it's probably a good thing as well. He's going to come in, um, hopefully keep what started last Monday going. And it'll be probably the right time after the tournament. Hopefully one or two of them are starting to come in in their first team when they're with their clubs that he knows them inside out and he can start grooming one or two of them. We're only ever going to get one or two of every, every generation. People are getting really excited that there's loads of these players yeah, coming yeah. through. You're probably going to get two, maybe three max out of that 21 squad. Yeah. And it depends on their club football, really. Well, look, I was talking to Kenny, Steve Kenny, like, uh, about seven or eight months ago. And he was saying that, uh, like I played football with him years mm-hmm. ago, and he, he was saying that, it was, I think it was on Drake Hill one Tuesday morning, but he was saying he's going over to... Um, West Ham under 21 game or something tonight then he's at Exeter tomorrow night or Thursday night do you know what I mean mm. like he's going over watching mm. every young lad that's over there yeah. and he knows everyone that's here so mm. I think he'd, it's good that way do you know what I mean like we're doing it we seem to be doing it right you know, whether the, the quality is there we'll see what happens and the set up. Up. it's going to be very very good set up is kind of clicking a little bit lately like the 17s walked through their group stage last yeah, week yeah. the 19s just unbeaten they? yeah they won all three I know a few of the lads because that's uh, my mates who was, who was with Cherry Arts and then on the rovers a couple mm. of the lads that were with him mm. were playing Sinclair Armstrong he's out on the right wing Jesus he's, he looks like he's ready to go like he's a mm. monster um, the 15s had a good win the other night they're not finished yet but aren't you looking to you're looking at Stephen Kenny and listen I'm all for Stephen Kenny mm-hmm. because I want I'd love to see him succeed I'd love Irish football to go into a period where mm. we flourish uh, because the League of Ireland underage set up and the League of Ireland looks like it's it's in a good shape as Take you said shape, the underage yeah. so it could be a nice little perfect storm could, could this be something yeah that yeah. could roll on consistency if yeah. you know what I mean like consistency and I was there thereabouts and Going, going about it the right way. That's ultimately what I think we want, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I think, if you recall... Should, should we expect to fail in the first tournament and, and, and maybe for yeah. it to mould into the second? I think it should be a four-year period. Yeah. The World Cup will be a bonus, but the Euros again, but make it comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, Let's qualify comfortably for well, the, the Euros. The next one, probably 50 out of 54 will make or something. <laughs> when, we, when we had Keane and Duff, they were the, the, the superstars yeah. of that, that era. I have hopes for just Connolly, Unfla, Connolly and yeah, Parrot. Parrot yeah. Those two lads now, if they can, all the hype about them. Yeah. Like, it'd be great to see if they, they, they could be big stars. Yeah. Bounce off like, each other, yeah. For the, going forward. And Kenny knows them inside out. Mm. Do you know and, what I mean? Parrot will be playing in Munich then. <laughs> no, we won't. Yeah. Yeah. That that's, that's the strong rumours uh, yeah. today. The only way they're, they're always trying to pick the, the youth of Britain at the minute, but the, the, the new top hot two ones are Dean Henderson, the... Sheffield's only one and Parrot apparently mm-hmm. but that's probably a, a complete rumour oh, Marino comes in he doesn't play the youth right. oh, he'll be gone and the Germans will come in and oh, that's all, it's yeah. just he's not in anyhow at the moment that's, so. that's a you or I just typing mm-hmm. that and something and posting it it's ok happening. we'll just change the d- direction a little bit die hard football manager fan Andre Pavlovich now when you say football manager is this football real manager football game? manager the game oh, right. uh, went viral in October after he was offered a job at Serbian club FC Benzanji <laughs> Right. Pavlovic was offered the chance to become a data analyst at the second tier club after sending in a list of achievements he, he <laughs> achieved on the viral management game. The 22-year-old took charge of, uh, of Benjigis and guided them to the Champions League semi-final in the space of 16 years. <laughs> Oh, he also helped them win 11 titles and 6 Serbian Cups I'm not going to brag but I'm somewhat of a legend on my football manager universe 
So he's in there as an analyst now for actual the real club. He actually sent his achievements into the club mm. directors and they've given him a job based on that. Because you know but, the story of Village Boas, don't you? He was a neighbour of Robson and he slipped uh, kind of a bit of an analysis of one of the, the match that was on the weekend under the door and Robson Bobby found out who it was. Yeah, Bobby Robson. Did I say? No, you said Robson. I didn't know uh, Bobby Robson found it and then knocked into him, had a chat with him. He was in his teens or whatever and said, right, put him in this panel in the background. Bit of an analysis and that's what gave him the leg up. Was it? Yeah. Well then, listen to this. Pavlovich has provided an update on the club's <laughs> fortunes. It seems he's a miracle worker. They are now unbeaten in six games, winning five and drawing one. And they've moved from 13th up to 6th in the table. It's a game. It's all about, he says it's all about atta- looking at attacking and defensive zones and seeing where we are weak and strong. No shit, Sherlock. Simples. But there you go. So, there you go. What are you doing wasting your time here? Get <laughs> on the football manager. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, there we go. There we go. We'll just go show you. Um, there's a bit of a retro jersey battle going on in the League of Ireland next year after our bowls revealed the breast where the uh, the where the uh, crest is today it looks like see basically they're 130 years next year yeah. and 100 years in the League of Ireland and obviously Shells are 125 years and they've already released theirs cracking old jersey with the old badge looks deadly so looks like balls are going to be something similar and obviously being back in the same league two teams celebrating good anniversary a bit more banter yeah. but it looked Dublin nice. Derby Dublin Derby another Dublin Derby we don't have enough of them <laughs> but yeah, it looks it looks nice, and there was uh, yeah just a little snippet they put out on Twitter today, a little teaser. So that's out next week. Very good. But I like the way they do it. It's very classy, very slick. It was kind of they were singing the old triangle. Do you know the way the balls fans yeah. sing it? And it's a bit of that. Like, eh, what it, make of jersey is it? O'Neill's. O'Neill's. But yeah, so there you go. It'll be interesting. Interesting. That else? Uh, that Davis Cup is going on World Cup style. Um, do you know the way they used to do it over a weekend? Yeah. Play the five matches and then play a month later. It's all done in a week now. Um, I think there's 18 uh, in it but uh, Britain have won their four, they, they won their two matches so they're into the quarters against Germany tomorrow but uh, they're using Morty sparingly the four or five players so it's all done in the one day two singles and a doubles obviously best of three get your two points but yeah the knockout stage is tomorrow but interestingly Italy were playing America and the tie didn't finish till 4.04 in the morning the second latest game. The latest game was in the US Open, I think, uh, two years ago. But four oh four, I'd love to know is there diehards still sitting in the stands? It's it was, it's in Madrid at the moment. <laughs> but I'd love to know is there some mad joke or is there just a few people just nodding away or whatever? But yeah, you would have you would have got your value for money for that ticket. Have we got a fight on soon? Don't we? When's that in a couple oh, of geez, weeks? There's time? loads of fights going on. Ruiz, um, uh, Ruiz. Frampton's on this weekend. Oh yes, um, Frampton's on this weekend and. Callum Smith is on this weekend as well who's kind of like the better of the three or four Smith brothers there could be ten of them for all I know but they seem to be sitting about but he's uh, it's kind of like a homecoming fight bit of a bit of a tune up before he tries to get on the likes of Canelo and all them but the big one is in two weeks time the same, actually do you know the way every every um, every year they usually go oh this is the best night out for the lads Christmas do it's the seventh I think uh, the Manchester Derby's on a half five on the Saturday and then Ruiz and Joshua is on then, I think, at 9 or 10 o'clock that night. Yeah, that's a good one, isn't it? So there you go. That's a good lads' night out, Christmas. What time is that on? Or should that be on? Oh, it's only, it's not, no, it's not till 9. It's only 9 or 10 because it's in um, the Middle East. It's oh, in yes. Saudi Arabia. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be 9, 10 o'clock. Be, the big fight will be on. So it'll be literally nice little straight in. Nice. And I have to say, Jackie will tell you, the wife will tell you, I've always, for a few years, gone, it's a bit of a dark street. He's not that nice, Joshua. And he's definitely shown it now. Like he's definitely. That's what I'm saying there. Yeah, you bow to me. Bow to me, like you know. They're making fell out to be great. So if I beat you, you better bow to me. Yeah, but it was just the way he was saying it. Real, like he's he's angry. He's really out there. I think it's coming out a little bit now, and there's a few stories. But I think what he's really pissed off is is the fellow British kind of compatriots kind of took pleasure in sticking the boot into him. Yeah, yeah. And he's he's definitely on a mission now, and. No, I was looking at Ruiz talking about the fight and he says, we've looked over this, the last fight about, you know, 50 times yeah. or whatever. We'd looked and we've seen where the weaknesses was in my game and what, what happened to me. He says, but he says, when he knocked me down, I felt grand. I got up. Ruiz said, said yeah. I, I felt grand. Mm. I, didn't feel, I didn't feel dazed or anything. I, mm. I felt strong, which probably leads to, you know, he came in and he tried to knock him out then for good and yeah. didn't yeah. realise he wasn't dazed. But... 
Is that mind games? Is that him trying to say, yeah, listen, you admit. don't hurt me? Yeah, he's not going to admit. Yeah. That killed me. That one. I was glad I did, yeah. did, the round ended. Yeah. But say Joshua is looking at that fight, looking at rematches of that fight, or reruns of that fight, thinking about, like, years and years ago, when you're with an ugly man, and the fellow we can see her, oh, jeez, look at the state <laughs> He's looking at that. Look at the state of him after killing me. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. I'd say, like, oh, how does he beat me? You know, it'd be interesting. It's a, it's a cracking fight because your man has some decent basic skills and mm. he's going to be fitter now because he, I think he only did a three weeks notice or something the last one. So he's had a full camp. But by all accounts, Joshua has trimmed down as well and taken some of the muscle off and gone a bit more on the stamina side of things because he punches himself out quite easily yeah, yeah. when he tries to go for the big ones. So it, he's definitely... And he has to impress as well because... Fury seems bored. He's going down the WWE and MMA route now, making money here. Mm. I'd say he's going to take on Wilder at some point, but I don't think he's overly bothered about going through them all. So yeah. Joshua mm. needs to put in a big performance to kind of go, right, I want to fight them now for the big money fights because the other boys don't seem to be too bothered yeah. about him. They don't seem They're interested. Really, yeah. no. So he needs to show up and really hammer him hard, like really put on a bit of a show to kind of get his status back up there. Mm. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Okay, we're just about to wrap up. Devo, West Ham, Spurs. Oh. Spurs, even money, lump on them. <laughs> lump on them. But in all fairness, West Ham are going through a bit of a bad spell. Yeah, so yeah it, they're it, under it, pressure. They get beaten. Pellegrini's under pressure, yeah. An interesting one for Liverpool as well this week because Salah and Robertson are definitely out and one of the other, one of the other bigger players, I can't remember who it is, is Matthew. in trouble. As well. No, he's already out, he's but already there's out. another tour. There's a tour. I can't remember who it was. And but yeah, Crystal Palace is always a tricky place to go exactly. to, isn't it? Exactly. Could be but, a, but could Yeah, be a but he's all pulled out. Van Dijk pulled out the, the Dutch squad and all that for personal reasons. Oh, John Gomez and everyone Joke else. Shop. Yeah, yeah. Joke before shop. We go, before, <laughs> <laughs> before we go, can we, if anyone in Dublin has uh, Graham Gardy's medals, can we give them back? Why? Does Graham Gardy's not get his house broken into and all his, his I don't all know. the medals? That's very... You can't say race. That's very to, to blame somebody from Dublin to Robin. Well, I'm working with made people, and they think Dublin people do. <laughs> well, that goes without saying. There's no two. Of course, they would. Us Jackins. Well, I'm not okay. getting them back. Yeah. Right, we're going to leave it there. Devo, thanks very much for coming in. Oh, what a pleasure! It was great to have you in, uh, Dave. As always, Be good. We'll talk to you next week. Cheers.